0: This is Daisenshu EX, the podcast, episode 49, for the week of October 29th, 2006. Welcome to Daisenshu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Planet ne- uh, I mean, Daisenshu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening... And keeping me awake, I mean entertaining. Hello everyone. Hello children. And by that I mean Mary and Julian.
1: Oh, hey Mike.
0: Hi. Hello, how are we? Good. Well- Relatively a week. It's relatively a It Got is Sunday. Got to sleep Sunday. an extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be fun. This will be a feat of mythical proportions here. We're recording <clears throat> Sunday morning, and hopefully I'll even put this out later today. This wow. This will uh, be interesting. So we're just going to get right on into it this week. We do actually have some stuff, though, that we want to get to. Right. Before we get into the, you know podcast stuff. So first up, if you listened to last week's episode and you don't happen to check out the website, www.disex.com, we did indeed put up our little uh, Godfather parody.
2: (laughs) Thank you for Julian for being such a great sport and coming out with that that
0: line. I guess it was multiple lines. It was amazing.
1: You know, it it wasn't a problem.
0: It worked out it came from the hot It was one take too, no less, and I don't think we edited like anything, anything. from it. Yeah, it was, it was just great. as
2: is, and the footage existed, which was you know the best part of all, right? <laughs> <And> <laughs> so I cracked my ass
0: up um, you editing cracked it. Your ass, I up? did. Wow, that's painful. Look, Mary cracks her ass for all of you. <laughs> It is quite a sacrifice. Props to her. So go check that out. We'll uh, provide another link to that with this week's notes. And here is something we forgot to mention last week. Reflections of Style 3 is finally up for download. So check that out. This was a multi-editor AMV project that Mary and I did a little track for. It premiered at AWA. Uh, When was AWA? End of September. End of September. So go ahead and check that out. And other great things we have going on. We are coming up on the one-year anniversary show. This is forty-nine, fifty-two. will be one year to the date, November 19th, We Day. we Day. Whoa. We have such an amazing show planned for the one-year anniversary. This is thoroughly exciting. Not only that, but we're going to give away something on that show, and it's something that has to do with the title of our site and podcast, So listen later in this episode, because we're going to start up that contest this episode... Only for our podcast listeners who've been here for a year. This is great. Very, very exciting. I am so psyched.
2: Are we going to keep track and see if they actually have been with us for a year? No. So does that mean they have to be with us since no, episode one?
0: No, no. I just mean <laughs> because they're listening. You can. This can be your first episode, and that's okay with me because you're checking out the podcast, and we want to promote this, and we love it. So later in the episode, we're going to start off that contest, and we'll be giving away that prize on the one-year show, which is in only a couple weeks. So let's get into the news. Let's. Well, Julian, yes, our good friend Peking Duck has once again arised from the ashes of um nothingness, Something. I guess, <laughs> and has been posting on the forum again. And he's shown up with some scans from the latest V jumps. Indeed. So, what can you tell us about the upcoming DS game?
1: Well, it looks like Harukanaru Son or no Son, Harukanaru Goku Densetsu, is going to be. Well, it looks like a card-based kind of RPG-ish thing. Or the DS. I mean, it doesn't give a huge amount of detail at this early amount of time. But, I mean, it looks like you've got characters, and you've got cards, and you've got, like, the types of what they do.
0: What types of cards do we have down there? I think it's down the bottom right of this page. It shows Trunks and Goku and some cards. Let's see. It's a Mr.
1: Purple card. (laughs) Yeah, the greeting card is... Oh, it's all pixelated and blurry. (laughs) (laughs) I Oh, um, hmm. well, the... Adult Goku-looking card, on the left side of one screen that's on the bottom there, shows a fighting power. And while further to the right, another Goku card has what looks like to be a hiding power? Or a card? And then I'm not sure what's on the lunch card. Looks like a... oh, maybe it's just a human, like a hito.
0: Gotcha. Is there any big uh, splash text that you can read in Japanese because I like hearing that?
1: Uh, just like, ooh, this game is going to be coming out and <laughs> uh, you've all been waiting for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whether you know um, it or not. <laughs> but you have to read it in Japanese so it sounds more interesting than that. I
1: know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, some, some of the information that it gives is that like the lower level screen is where you get your card and life information and stuff. While well, the upper screen is, is used for maps and stuff. Gotcha. It's things like, Dragon Ball Z to Taibo no Saishinsaku. It just means, like, the the latest DBZ thing that you've all been waiting for. Gotcha. (laughs) Okay, so this extra tidbit, it looks like the number of stars in the Dragon Ball in the upper corner of the character cards determines, to a degree, the power of some kind, I think.
0: Oh, okay, I see. That's interesting.
1: It looks like it shows a variety of ways in which the cards can be used, but I'm not entirely clear about that, so... um, you know, it's it's 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> just got up a half an hour ago.
0: <laughs> That's all right. It's still early in the game's, uh, you know, advertising anyways. Up in the release date area, what does it say about 2007?
1: Uh, 2007 spring, it looks like they're aiming for.
0: Gotcha. That will be cool then. So we'll have a new uh, game hopefully in spring. And if not, um, later. <laughs> <laughs> Right. All right, other stuff going on in video game land, because that's what the news is this week. Mary, you and I have been uh, at a lot of video game stores lately. Yes. I don't really know why, because...
2: I think we were looking for
0: old stuff. Yeah, we always end up there. Um, up in the Wii sections, which are always at the front of the store. This is so awesome. It's, it's before the PS3 stuff in all the stores. I love it. That's smart. All right, but before anyone accuses me of any kind of video game bias. Mary. Yo. What is on the shelf?
2: Well, the thing that is on the shelf is something that I grabbed off the shelf and shoved in your face <laughs> because I had my boy on it, was the um the box for Budokai Tenkaichi 2. So that implies that it's a Wii launch title. Mm-hmm. If not launch title, then pretty damn close to Right.
0: Like we mentioned last week, Amazon was listing it for November 21st release date, and uh, if the game stores have the box on the shelf, I think it's pretty safe to assume that you'll be able to pick this up pretty much at launch, if not like one or two days later.
2: But a bit sexier was the um the nice box with the link on it.
0: Uh, I know. <laughs> there is a little thing for him. I do.
1: Twilight Princess. I
0: never quite understood why. But. I don't know. He's just drawn cute. I, I guess. In other Budokai Tenkaichi 2 news, uh, well, let's not call it that. Let's call it Sparking Neo. Woo! The Wii launch date, apparently in Japan, is being touted as January 1st. Peking Duck also put up some other scans from the latest Feed jump, and their little feature on the Japanese Wii version as a release date of one 2007 So that's uh interesting that we're getting it first on Wii. Bef- oh, you know what? We're getting the Wii before they are. So maybe sounds- that's why yeah more sparking neo stuff going on well it's uh it's selling all right still it sold another twenty eight thousand forty two copies last week. that's its third week on the market, so it's still up there. It's fallen down that top ten list. Maybe when the Wii version comes out it'll uh revitalize a little bit of interest in the game maybe and as far as I know, that's what the news is this week. Most of it's uh sparking neo stuff. <laughs> anyone else Can uh you. think of anything else? Nope nope, nope all right well we're gonna get on into the topic for the week. Now, this topic is going to be a quick one, but at the same time, it's something we've had a lot of requests for. Really? Yes. Back on episode 41 of the podcast, we went through all the Daisenshu, the Perfect File books, the Landmark Forever, Densetsu books, etc., and we said what was in them all, what's great about them, what kind of information you can find. At that point in time, I did not yet own Daisenshu 7. Well... As you may know from the podcast, I picked up *Dizenchu 7 for what, $10, was it? Yes. At AWA this past year. So, uh, due to all the requests we've gotten, we're going to briefly go through *Dizenchu 7 and uh, say what's in here, because there is quite some cool stuff in here. Now, Julian, I meant yes? to scan you some pages and send you stuff, but oh. Mary was working <clears throat> on a certain website for a certain multi editor AMV project. That may oh or may ho. not involve Dragon Ball and may or may not involve the latest Dragon Box. But, oh ho ho. so, uh, we're going to continue on with Dazenchu <laughs> 7 here. Uh, table of Contents goes through lots of great stuff. Uh, when you start out in the book, it's basically really nice, what would you call these, like watercolor or oil style I, I can never tell
2: what, what medium he uses
0: um, for this stuff. I'm going to assume watercolor. Right. It's uh, maybe I'll scan one of these pages. It's basically maybe they call markers. it the chronology. It's uh, it's like a timeline and it starts uh-huh. way, way, way back with like Chibi Boo. And well, I guess he was really just boo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then it comes all the way through Kami coming to earth and Bardock and Frieza and you keep turning the pages. And then it finally gets into the stuff that we actually see happen in the series. Uh-huh. So lots of great pages on that stuff. Now, this is an interesting page. This is the uh, the timelines. Now, they have four timelines involving trunks and mm-hmm. cell.
2: Fan speculation involves, <laughs> you know, other variations, but I don't know. You can take this official release with a grain of salt if you want to go by the Daizen as being the all-knowing, all-correct, factual documentation.
0: If you don't read too much into what's going on and bring in other time-traveling theories, you can limit to the four. Right, I right. I can see right, that. Right.
2: I think this would be the most standard, most right, correct. Right.
0: We've had threads in our forum that have gone on for like seven, eight, nine, twenty 20 pages involving <laughs> timelines with all sorts of theories. So uh, definitely check that out if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Flipping through the pages, it's going into society stuff. Now, past Dizenshu have gone into things like uh, races and locations, that kind of stuff. Daisen 7 does that as well, but it goes into a lot more detail. On they have kind of pie things. charts. Ooh, pie charts. <laughs> that's true.
2: <laughs> pie charts. Never I thought like you buying. could use pie charts in, in Dragon Ball, but that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> right. And here we have the Human Racial Dictionary, uh, basically, character index. And I was looking through this and I'm going, oh, man, what kind of order is this? This doesn't make any sense.
2: Also, well, in the Japanese alphabetical
0: order. Exactly. <laughs> is it
1: Akasata Nahamaya? That- Ex-
0: exactly. <laughs> so, I'm going, wait a minute, these two characters have nothing to do with, that makes sense to me now. So, if you're flipping through this and you're wondering why, say, Selipa and Sel are next to each other, well, that's why. I mean, one's from the Bardock special and one's from, you know, the Canon TV series. But that is why they are next to each other. Hey, bless you. Thank you. They
1: both start with se.
0: Right, exactly. So we're flipping through here, and this also includes all the movie characters and stuff, too. So you're not limited to just manga.
2: Yeah, there's Tapion.
0: Yeah, although you do get some great uh, like black-and-white character design sketches for them. Very crisp. Very. Uh, this book is in such great condition. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a lot of text, so I'm watching you flipping through this. And right. this is, you know, if some of the other books you thought were text-heavy, this is insane. It's a lot thicker than the other
0: ones. It's very
2: thick. And it's just pages upon pages of text, a lot of content yes um a few images here and there, like those few uh, full color pages at the beginning were gorgeous but right. overall this is pure information I mean this is the encyclopedia book of the Dai yes. well
1: I, that's uh, the name
0: right Daiichiten yeah. I will say that all of the kanji has the furigana though so if you know that you can at least get through here moving onwards we get into the special attack dictionary which breaks down all of the special moves from the series including things like I beam <laughs> 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 and it does have um scenes from the manga of these attacks being put into use so So
2: even though it does have stuff from the movies it's still primarily focused on the manga i assume
0: um it actually covers everything it uses the manga where it can for example, like special moves that were in the series, it will use the manga scenes rather than the TV series scenes. Well,
2: just due to the fact it's probably cleaner to get the images exactly. from the manga as right. opposed to the
0: anime. But if it's from the movie, for example, there'll be a screen cap from oh, the movie. Oh, go back
2: a few pages. I think I just saw uh, a picture from movie one. I to get back another page. Okay. There I saw Ginger.
0: Yes, ripping the swords out of himself. So, exactly. <laughs> so it does
2: have some screen caps, but
0: they're black and white. Right, they are in black and white in this specific section. Also in here, what is the name? of this section. Oh, this GT! Is, yes, this is Rare Illustrations. And here's where Ooh. we get into... Are these all of Toriyama's things for GT? If not all of them, the majority of them? We have kind of the classic one with Goku in the center, and he's kind of got his arm twisted around him, flying forward. And Trunks has a gun. Trunks needs to have a gun more often. It looks it's like some kind of automatic pistol. I don't know. It's fantastic. <laughs> it
2: shows the adventurer side
0: and of then the series. We've got the wasteland with uh, everyone's, you know passing out here and this is designed for a gido and we got the the bottle and the giant and all sorts of stuff there and then there's also some uh, other little comic strip thingies no, these here. are these are great yeah does have
2: like the video game one
0: um not all of them a lot of those were in daizenshi one but these oh, right. are ones that were either in daizenshi one or weren't and just kind of completes the series of all of these stuff with toriyama drawing himself in, say, uh. Saiyajin armor or Piccolo's turban, and kind of little <laughs> designs. And we also have Peter Din here, which you can Woo. learn about in our transformation. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is in the transformation god, the fusion. Wait, fusion does function. that
1: mean we can get a better image of him now, or is he just it's, tiny still? It's
0: black and white, it's tiny, and it's towards oh. the crease. So. Oh. <laughs> Probably what you have is the best one right. you can find. Although we have a little mm. bit of uh, extra text here. It's from 1995, but mm. I think we already knew that. <laughs> yes. So Go maybe ahead.
1: it'll give a little bit more detail than the French version.
0: That's true. Going onwards, we have the item index. And again, this was also in DaZenju 2, I believe. But more detail, more text. A lot more text. You know, if you know Japanese, this is probably the best reference guide for you. If you don't know Japanese, I guess we'll get to that when we get to the end of the book. But (laughs) Continuing onwards. It's
2: like uh, vehicles, technology.
0: Yeah, all that same kind of stuff, except it's a lot more detailed. And, uh, yeah, they're going into the vehicles here with all the airships and stuff like that. All the numbered capsule vehicles. Next, we get into the geographical dictionary, which, again, has N2 2 covered. This one has the world map, but uh, going into a lot more detail, so much text in here. What is the next section here? We have the particulars dictionary. <laughs>
2: That's kind of it's <laughs> like miscellaneous.
0: Right. A lot of this seems to be like little pieces of dialogue that people said. Um, just other little interesting things. Like for example, there's uh Vegeta going, Orewa, super Vegeta, and talks about that a little bit. Oh. Ho, ho. Right. Just those kind of little things. Then we get to important numbers.
2: I think that's a very cool section. That's yes. like having a little bit of fun with facts.
0: Right. It's like a little factoid trivia kind of thing where uh, important things happen with the number one or the number 10 or the number 3,000 or the number 1,500, that kind of stuff. Next, we have the Pictorial Dictionary for DB Goods. This is my favorite part of the book and probably the reason why I purchased it. Now, it only goes up to the point that this book was published, but this is the thing where it shows all the tankobon, all of the video games, all the miscellaneous merchandise. It gives you release dates for them, little bits of information on them. Um, Is
2: this the one with Dragon Ball around the world stuff?
0: It does have some of that kind of stuff, too, yeah. Uh, And it breaks it down into books where you can see all the movie tankobon and special books like Akira Toriyama Exhibition, and the Daizenshu, again, up to Daizenshu 7, because that's when this was published. <laughs> and then it shows all of the VHS and Laserdisc releases, the movies, telephone cards. Mm. Uh, I should say this section is in color where it's showing all of this uh, material. You
2: know, you just got up to the, what
0: are those, singles? These are CDs. And I'm yeah. like, I
2: recognize all those covers, <laughs> be it from your site or right or, here in our apartment. Or the <laughs> CD
0: shelves over here. All right? All the hit collection CDs, all the video game soundtracks. Um, there's actually a couple of rare CDs down here at the bottom. Let's say uh, not for sale. These are ones that I never picked up hmm. because they weren't you know, full-scale releases. I always meant to get some of these. It's yeah, a really then cool section. TV game, or as they would say, TV game. They don't say video game, do they? Do they say video game over there now, or do they still go with TV game? Um,
1: I've seen be game, but I'm not. I mean, gen- generally, especially for console things, what mm-hmm. you, you find is uh, console name, yo, which means... Like for use with softo right. software. Gotcha. So PlayStation 2 senio softo software, software available only for PlayStation 2, that kind of thing. Gotcha.
0: And then here, um, the games start obviously with the Famicom games and go into the Super Famicom. It only goes up to a certain point. Again, when this was released, so the only PS1 game it has listed here is Ultimate Battle 22. I was gonna say there's no Final
2: Bout in that. No, thing there's yet. no Final
0: Bout. That was 97. There's not even uh, Legends. Wow. The only Saturn game here is Shinbu because Legends was out on both systems. Mm-hmm. It does have the PC Engine game. It has the two Game Boy games, but that's it. No
2: Pladia?
0: Uh, no, Pladia's here. Okay. Yeah, those two. Those are in 94, I think. So those just got in. And then we get into the toys. This is the real interesting stuff. Like the little LED games and pogs and little figures and... Oh, global DB. This is what you were talking about, right? Because right.
2: I think it has one image from the American release. Was it even coming out back then?
0: Oh, the TV series.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not the TV series. The manga. Oh, I don't think that's in this. Maybe one. I'm thinking of a different book. I think I'm thinking of the new books that came out in the last couple yeah. of years, like Forever and Landmark. I think they have a global mm. page where it shows like American Shonen Jump cover and right, some of the yeah. Viz covers. So I right. guess that, this that didn't would, exist back then, though. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. So I guess this doesn't have anything American in it.
0: Right, because this was uh, pretty early I on. I think,
2: does it have a screen cap of the um, original DB Funimation?
0: It does. It has America down here, and it's got a picture of Goku's butt, and they're talking about um, how his was butt was covered up. It's got a picture of their splash screen with Dragon Ball and uh, that kind of stuff. I
2: knew there was something English in there. Yeah,
0: then there's others, where it's just, as you would expect, other stuff. Like a globe. It's apparently a globe of the Dragon World. That's pretty badass. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. And then just more little drawings and stuff like that. And the book's got some notes from Toriyama at the beginning and the ending. The obligatory thank yous, and what do we have here? Oh, what kind of poster does this book have? The poster in this book, hold on, is a thank you shot of everyone... With their character designs from the very, very end of Z.
2: That's a great picture. And that's also the cover,
0: I think. Uh, I believe it is. Yes, it is. And then the flip side of that poster is... I believe it's a family tree style thing. And it's very, very crowded. And it kind of breaks everyone down by races and transformations and that kind of stuff. And uh, there is a lot... Oh, it actually numbers all the characters, too. and says what their name is. That's right. It goes up to 150. So there's... There's more than 150 characters in the show, but that's how many it lists here on that poster. So there's kind of a brief overview of Daizenshu 7. We didn't get into a whole ton of detail because the majority of it is in pure Japanese and not relying upon pictures. So, Mary. Yes. Who would you find this useful to, um, besides Julian?
2: Anyone that has a vague interest in Japanese and wants to use this book as a way to maybe settle arguments online. <laughs>
0: like, oh, Daisenju-7
2: states that. Well, right. Insert we, text I mean, here. we don't
0: really have a name for this text, so let's see what Daisenju-7 calls it. Right. that's pretty much as officials were going to get on it. Right. So it's one of
2: the many good reference guides um from the Daisenshu series and i love the ending merchandise section yeah i wouldn't say that's totally worth the purchase price but if you can get it for 10 bucks like you did <laughs> then yeah it exactly. damn well is
0: right i see this on ebay for like 50 60 bucks i don't know if i'd pay that much for it if i'm not fluent then again i'm vegeto ex and i do crazy shit so maybe yes, I would. you do so there's your Daisenshu shoe seven julian you gonna pick this up eventually
1: maybe Maybe? You know, I'll, I'll see about that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just borrow yours for a couple years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. So there's right. your Dazen Shoe 7. We're going to continue onwards into the episode now. So, Julian, it is time for DBZ ABCs, and we are up to the letter V.
1: V, you say?
0: V, I say.
1: I see. Well, I can think of something right off the bat that starts with the letter V, and that so something I. is Vegeta.
0: Alrighty. Well, which route are you going to take with Vegeta?
1: Well, maybe I'm going to explain the whole of Vegeta's height, how it seems to get increasingly taller <laughs> over the course of the series. I guess that that works for the letter V. Because when we first see Vegeta, he's he's pretty short. He is I extremely mean, tiny. I mean, he's definitely not as short as, say, Kririn, but he's not that tall. And right. especially sit- standing next to Nappa, he's like right. dwarfed. But gradually, as the series goes on, he takes on this sort of taller look. And, like, his hair starts making up less and less of his height. Right. And more and more of that is like the rest of him. And I, I think, too, it also has to do with his build. His leg, his limbs start getting longer and he gets more muscular. And that makes him look taller as well. Right. It's very strange, especially talking about the rest of the character's heights. Skriden actually seems to get shorter over the course of
0: the series. <laughs> yeah, I'd uh, say the same thing.
1: I don't know, it's one of those things that always kind of amuses me, because he starts out like this little thing, and then he just seems to get taller and taller. It's sort of like growing in proportion to his relevance within the series. (laughs) Like, oh, well, he's the main character's rival. We should make him almost as tall as the main character. Right. Oh, well... (laughs) <laughs> I seem to remember some kind of chart somebody made a while back that showed, like, original Vegeta versus, like, Buu Saga Vegeta standing next to each other. And they're the same height, but the second <laughs> Vegeta's still clearly taller. It's just that his hair makes up less of them.
0: Right. And then you get the GT Vegeta with the, uh...
1: Oh, kinda, God. What would you even call that? I mean, I
0: call Goten's haircut the Bobby Brown haircut. I was going to say, uh,
2: call Vegeta's the kid-and-play haircut.
1: <laughs> well, w- well, with the mustache, it looks kind of like, like a Freddie Mercury kind of right. haircut. <laughs> oh, but, my God. Um... Without the mustache, I don't know. It just looks like a dumb hair. It <laughs> looks like a dope. <laughs> so the letter V for
0: this week stood f- for. Oh my god, stands for Vegeta's height. <laughs> Varying Vegeta height. Varying Vegeta.
2: Variable Vegeta height. Wow. Go
0: Mary! Indeed. I'm making with the alliteration here. And Mary, because you're so good at that. All right. This means it's time for your top five list for the week. Sweet. Now, Mary, your top five list this week is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. There are slightly more than five of these, which allows us to actually make a top five list. Right. Ooh. It's almost a no-brainer, I have to say. Okay.
2: It's mostly a matter
0: of personal preference. But then again, that's what this list is. That That's very true. Mary, your top five list this week is the top five Tenkai chibudokai.
2: That's right, sir.
0: Well, some of them have numbers. Uh-huh. Some of them don't.
2: All right, I'm going to need your help with the numbers. Okay. I have a hard time keeping track of them.
0: Well, let's just go through them real quick and say which ones there are. Okay. There's the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. We don't see the 24th. We kind of see the 25th. There's the one at the end of the series, and then there's the one in GT, and there's also kind of one in Movie 9. So that's okay. what we have to choose with because we naturally kind of see those. Mm-hmm. So your number five Tenkaichi Budokai. Number five Tenkaichi
2: Budokai is the one at the end of Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Or at the end of Dragon Ball the manga.
0: That's very true. What do you like about this?
2: We get to see new character designs, if only for a small bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little wacky because we get to see the introduction of Pon, which is always good—a new character, right? She's a little nipper. She is, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, a girl. Um, you know, it's basically it. Oh, and um, Goten's horrible haircut—that's which I guess by today's standards <laughs> is kind of trendy, but I still don't care for it so much. Gotcha. It's a fun little part of this game. And Otakovsky is um, (laughs) reason enough alone to put
0: this Budokai on the list. I like how you don't even mention Oob, but you mentioned the the gay dude.
2: I like the gay dude more than Oob. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And and Captain Chicken. Has some great um, great participants in this kite.
0: Very true. They don't
2: really do much of anything, but they're certainly wacky looking. It's become
0: very showy by this point.
2: Yeah. It's a carnival, if um, I remember the anime correctly, is that uh, Goku's going around buying like ice creams right, and right. you know cotton candy and there's like big giant plushy animals Seems walking around.
0: Like the world kind of forgot the several times that it's been blown up. Right.
2: So they're trying to put a, <laughs> a lighthearted spin on the event gotcha. yeah. where there's less death and destruction. It's a family event. It's right. like the Las Vegas of the Dragon Ball universe
1: okay. now. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Mary, number four, Tenka
2: Budokai Is number 25, which is the one at the beginning of the Boo Saga. Gotcha. This one's good because we get to see the kids throw down. That's right. They, they introduced the kids tournament here. Uh-huh. And I think that alone is, you know, reason enough for including this is because they have a whole new division.
0: Right. Um,
2: there's some wacky hijinks that ensue.
0: There are some wacky hijinks. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> there's also lots of destruction, but at the same time, there's wacky hijinks.
2: Right. It's a good mix. We got Mighty Mask, we got Number 18.
0: <laughs> <I'm> bribing Mr.
2: <laughs> Satan. I love it. And we also got Majin Vegeta showing up and killing half the audience. <laughs> so I guess that's maybe why the, Maybe this was a deciding factor in making um, future Piccolo a little more lighthearted. Gotcha. Damn it, Vegeta came here and killed the audience.
0: We can't forget which is probably one of the most brutal fights in the oh, series. Oh, God, v-
2: Videl's fight Yeah, is downright bloody. Yeah, it is. And
0: poor chick. Poor Chippy, Aww. as Mary would say. Poor Chippy, yeah.
2: But for her efforts, uh, this one is at number
0: four. Well, then we move on to the number three Tenkaichi Budokai. At number three, I'm going to put the
2: first Budokai that we ever see in the series, which is the 21st Budokai.
0: Great. This one we have uh, we have a little bit of Ozaru transformation. Mm-hmm. We've got a little bit of Jackie Chun action going on, and oh, a
2: lot of, a lot of classic stuff.
0: Yeah, I like uh, the drunkenness of a certain little character, kind of running around. <laughs> 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 What other good stuff is in this tournament? Julian, what do you like about this one?
1: Well, I don't know. I, I just like a lot of... It, it's the first one that we see, so we get a lot of like the introduction to the procedures. And right. Just the, the, the weird characters. You've got, uh, let's see, um, Ranfan and Namu, and just these weird oddball characters. That I mean, Toriyama is no stranger to having weird characters, but this is the first time in the series so far where he gets to really develop these kind of off-the-wall kind of Unusual oddball characters.
0: We have Bacterian in this one, don't we? Yeah. Oh man. That is a Ugh. good fight. <laughs> Ugh. So this is probably, it, the tournaments go from wacky to kind of very, very serious, back to wacky again. Very strange. Mm. It's
2: going around full circle.
0: Gotcha. Well, we'll move on. Your number two Tenkei Chibudokai.
2: Number two Tenkei is the one that involves young Mr. Tenshinhan. Okay. Uh. Dropping his pants. Oh, we know. Maybe maybe it wasn't <laughs> no, that one. Th- that's the wrong term. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I just like to see dropping his pants. It's the 22nd oh budokai. Yes. Yes and
0: this is hardcore it is hardcore <laughs> it's not as hardcore as your number one but it's pretty hardcore. it's
2: hardcore because goku loses
0: yes and that is shocking well i mean he lost the first one but that was to his master
2: mm-hmm.
0: now this one we really thought he had a chance Uh huh. Mm-hmm. he was supposed to win this, this one, one
2: was a surprise which is why it's so high up on the list right because you know not it's not like the hero has to win all the time that's true that's early nice. dragon
0: ball Goku didn't win all the see, time. See, that's
2: something that bugs me about people's perspective. I mean, maybe in terms of the whole saving the world stuff, maybe it's a little bit true. But Goku doesn't always
0: win. And right. This is a good example. Mm-hmm. Early on, that. he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we started to see a lot more in the way of key attacks. Yeah. By that's this point true. in the series, we've got the Tayoken, got the Kikoho. By this point, too.
2: Do you think Ten Shinhan single-handedly responsible for bringing you know so many key attacks Almost. into the series? I mean, yeah. I and mean, that's how hard mm. he was. That's very true. He was yeah. so strong and so insanely powerful.
0: he like, look at all these key attacks. And I even Chiautsu kind of brought in flying into the tournaments as well. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm, I mean, there's the Dodonpa as well. But right. They don't that's really true. use that after that. I
0: mean, yeah. It's, that's a shame.
1: It's crane school, you know.
0: That's right. Well, that's very true as well. That's why he dropped it. Well, I'm assuming that's why he dropped it. Or maybe he just dropped it because Toriyama forgot about it. (laughs) That's how things seem to work in this series. 22nd is a very, very good tournament. However, Mary, your number one is also... I go back and forth on what my favorite part of the entire series is. Mm -hmm. I I really, really like Super Saiyan 2 Gohan versus Cell, but I think this is my favorite part of the series. Right, it
2: certainly... My favorite Tenkechi Budokai, and it's definitely my favorite arc in Dragon Ball. And I'm referring to the 23rd Budokai, which brings in
0: Piccolo Jr. Well, Ma Jr. Ma Jr. But we'll call him Piccolo Jr. too. Well, It'll work okay. out well. Bloody. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of hijinks, but a lot more
2: blood.
1: Right. Blood, yes.
2: <laughs> we sound like such generic fans.
1: it's
0: I like it because it's bloody. I like it, I, I like it because... I don't know. That fight between him and Piccolo is just Drama. Amazing, right?
1: It was a stand-up throwdown, ho-down. No.
0: it, ho-down, it, ho-down. Oh my God! I just made a reference to Family Guy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <sighs> I'm so sorry.
2: You can feel the pain in this in this, in this tournament. Very painful. Yeah,
0: very. Good. This is where your pants dropping comes in, though.
2: Yes, and it's hilarious because there's Ten Shin Han wearing little boxers.
0: There's some great little fights, though. There's some great drama here, too, as well. We've got Cyborg Tao Pai Pai versus Ten Shin Han. Mm-hmm. He ain't taking shit from this dude no more. Uh, we've got Kududin versus Piccolo early fight there he mm-hmm. really put his all into it but I mean he's just no match for Piccolo
2: mm-hmm. and I think you know this is pretty much the reason well one of several other than being killed by Piccolo time now <laughs> one of several reasons I think for the rest of Z Piccolo I Piccolo uh, Krillin kind of cowers before Piccolo
0: <laughs> very true kind of get beat by him here
2: Like I'm thinking of movie nine in particular where he's like oh, <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> I hope he doesn't use the McCunkle-Sappo yeah. on me <laughs> I love that line so <laughs> much <Yeah. laughs> Um. Really good fight.
2: A lot of drama, a lot of a lot of hurt.
0: Yeah. And it kinda sets up the rest of the series, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh we're introduced to an adult Chi Chi here. Um Tension Hunt <laughs> is really on the side of everyone by this point. We got the very strong friendly rivalries going on among everyone. Mm-hmm. We got some kami action going on down there. Oh, yeah, oh yes. God, we've got Shen. That's right. Yes. Yamacha versus Shen, the Soki Dan, another quickly forgotten key attack. What a shame. That was a good fight. So, yeah, this, mm-hmm.
2: this tournament has tons of stuff going on in it, and they're all good. Yeah. I can't think of anything I dislike about this.
0: My first fan subs from the original Dragon Ball were the 23rd Padokai, my uh, NGN fan subs.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I remember you showing me those. Yeah, early we watched on.
0: them. Yeah. I was so excited when the DVDs came out because then I was like, yay, I won't have to watch episodes that turn black and white and fall off my screen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm biased because we made a DDR track using this footage a few years back.
0: That too. is very true as well. <laughs>
2: and I, I usually get quick comments on the video on amv.org that say, uh, wow, this is the best Dragon Ball video ever. And it's such a shame because no one uses Dragon Ball like, yeah. as much as
0: they could. Well, maybe I will. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of got plans for stuff. We'll see what happens. But this isn't about Dragon Ball music videos. This is about the best Aichi Budokai, which we have declared is the 23rd. So good job, mm-hmm. Mary. I agree. I will let Yay. this list fly. All right. I win. <laughs> you have my approval. So good job. Stamp. We have a good top five list for next week. Um, Assuming
2: we do the topic we're thinking of.
0: Well, yeah, we were going to do it this week, but then it turned into Sunday. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we kind of pushed this one off to next week. So look yeah. forward to that one. Well I guess we're gonna move onwards, and now it's time for releases. Well, uh October is pretty much over, so we'll get a little bit into November here. Coming out on November 1st, we have Dragon Ball Z, R2 DVDs, volumes 37, 38, and 39. These cover episodes 214 through 231, and they retail for approximately 3,990 yen each, which is around $36, $37. These are the individual discs based off of the Dragon Ball Z Dragon Box from a few years ago. Uh, A little bit remastered video, a little bit remastered sound, good stuff, progressive. They are R2. You will not be able to play them on an American DVD player without a little bit of work.
1: And there's no subtitles.
0: That's true. There are no subtitles as well. That's because the Japanese speak Japanese, not Mm. English. But if you're us, then it doesn't matter because you remember every bit of dialogue verbatim because you're a nerd. (laughs) So moving onwards, I think this is the release date for the game, November 8th. But I've been seeing other stuff elsewhere, like November 1st dates, which is this coming Wednesday. So I'm not... 100% sure when the game's coming out. But Budokai Tenkaichi 2. Now, what is this? I'm not familiar with this title. Can someone explain to me what this is? I think it's just how you say Sparking Neo. It is the Sparking Neo. Right. It's not a Budokai game. It is a Sparking game. This is the American release. The Japanese music is not in the game. Although I do believe you can pick the Japanese voices. Oh, that's cool. I guess. Sort of.
2: I'd rather have the voices than the music because the music loops horribly in the Japanese version.
0: That's true, but that doesn't mean the American one's going to be any better. It might and, be. And at least the looping is something familiar, although that also drives me nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the game's coming out for thirty nine ninety five in the U.S., so that's kind of cool. What else we got coming out this month?
1: Well, do we want to go over the rest of the stuff for this month, or do we want to save it for later in the month?
0: I think we'll save it for later in the month. That's actually a pretty good idea. Okay. Because then we'll exhaust everything, we'll talk about it for the next four weeks, and that's not a good thing. So instead, we're going to move on into emails. Whee! Ah! Julie, why don't you read the first email here?
1: Okay. So our first email comes from Drabaz86 from Maryland, and he says, I think it's a he, anyway. I I think so. Hey, guys. My question deals with the production of future Dragon Ball Z video games. It's very sad to hear that most of the Japanese cast of DBZ are getting old and, well, don't have much time left on Earth. When these amazing people do start to pass away, what do you think will happen to DBZ games? Will they no longer include voices in the games? Like, no more story modes? Or do you think they'll just replace them with people who sound similar to the original voice actors? I mean, they can't just stop making DBZ games, right?
0: Well, we actually do have one that's been replaced, and that is Kami-Senen.
2: Yeah, but that was from the show, too. That's
1: his replacement from the show. Back in DBZ. But I don't don't think it's unusual to think that they'll find somebody to replace them, even if they don't sound the same. Right.
0: I mean, with minor characters, I don't want to say it's not that big of a deal for minor characters, but, I mean, 20 years down the road, what are we going to do for Goku? Recycle voices from old games. Even for new story modes?
2: Oh. Mm. Maybe they'll just have text. I don't know. <laughs> but for attacks, you can just
0: recycle the, and you know, they, the attacks. They have been for right. a lot of the video games recently. They've just been using you know the Kamehameha from earlier games as well. But, I mean, as we move onward, these games are trying to get more and more immersive and more cutscenes, more dialogue, more new storylines. It's going to be tough. I really don't know what they're going to do. Maybe that's why they're trying to churn out as many as possible now before it gets too while late. While it's still hot. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not the same as the American releases where the voice actors are, you know, in their 30s at best usually. And they're going to be around for a while. But some of these guys and gals getting kind of old. So I don't know. Mary, what's your conclusion that they're just going to recycle stuff?
2: I'd like to see that as opposed to replacing the voices outright because it just won't be the same. Yeah. I think if you can't get, um, you know, recycled voices, I'd rather just see text.
0: My God, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know if I would be able to play a Japanese Dragon Ball game with re- or recast voice actors. Because for me, part of it is that, you know, I'm playing the game with the voices that I know and that I love. And if I can't have those voices... I almost feel like I'd rather play the American version of the game with the dub voices. Right, because at
2: least you know those, you know, as being the American version.
0: Kind of. I mean, with a lot of the most recent games, like, I didn't watch the Boo Saga dubbed. I didn't watch any GT dubbed. There's a lot of those later characters, like, the later movies especially. I don't – I have no familiarity with Kula's dub voice, with Thirteen's dub voice, or Broly's dub voice. To me, I played Budokai 3. I was like, these aren't the characters to me. Then I played the Japanese version, and, you know, those are the characters to me. Those are the voices I know. So if they were all to be recast, I'd be in this weird state of limbo where these aren't the Japanese voices I know. I don't know these dub voices. What the hell am I going to do? You that- stop playing. I- I'll just I have to stop playing games. There we go. That will save me lots of money. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this day very much. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, Julian, what do you think?
1: Well – I don't know what to think. I mean, I don't usually play these video games, so I don't really have that. But I certainly think that the voices are a major part of what makes them cool. Right. And you know,
0: it's not just games. There have been a lot of things like at the Jump Festivals where they make these new animation things and commercials and stuff. All the promos for the games, Masako Nozawa, Ryo Horikawa, Narrate, that kind of stuff. I mean, they're still very busy with Dragon Ball. And uh, I'm getting very sad. So I think Mm -hmm. we're going to move into the next email. I'm going to have Mary read this one.
2: Okie dokie. This one is from DBZ Man. He says, hey, DBZ Man here, long-time listener, first-time emailer with a few questions to ask you, but before I start, I must say I'm impressed with the level of commitment done on this podcast and congratulate you for sticking to it for so long. Thank you. Thanks. I love it. Now,
0: on to my questions. I, there's two questions, but I, I just pasted them both, so we'll okay. answer them both.
2: Sure. Okay, number one. What is the name of the music being played at the end credits of Movie 13, and what album is it from? Now, are you talking about the... English release or the Japanese version?
0: I'm pretty sure he's talking about Japanese version because I, I just assume that. Okay. So, Julian. Yes. You, you always say it better than I can.
1: Or if I don't do it, who will?
0: Right. This is performed by Hironobu Kageyama, as always. Now yes. you can find the song on a couple CDs. Most recently, it was on Legend of Dragon World, which is the two CD set with all of the movie ending themes and lots of other vocal songs. It also received its own CD single release, which is probably most interesting because it includes a karaoke version of the song and a vocal version of Tapión's theme from the movie and a karaoke version of that. But I believe it was also on the last uh, complete song collection, the three. I think set? so. Yes. So, yeah, a couple options for this, and most of those are still in print, actually. Well, I don't think the CD single is, but those two CD collections. I'm going to say go for that two-disc Legend of Dragon World because uh, uh-huh. sound quality is a little better, and you get all the movie-ending themes and lots of other cool stuff on there. So good deal there. Good stuff. Mary, what is the second question here? Okay.
2: He writes, I'm going to New York in December for a week and was uh, wondering what places I could go to to find some Dragon Ball slash Z DVDs. And should I hold out on box sets until we see what Funimation will do with this season box set idea? Um, Is he talking about imports?
0: Or, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to find anything in New York that you're not going to find right. anywhere else, especially right. online. You're going to find
2: bootlegs. Yeah. I've seen Dragon Box bootlegs in New right. York. I'm not going to say what store, yeah. but I've seen them. Don't buy well, I was going
1: to say, I think both Kinokuniya and Book Off most, mostly deal with books. So right. I don't think you'd find the DVDs there.
0: We have been to Kinokuniya, and they do not have any Dragon Ball Z R2s anymore. I know they used to. And the last time I went, they just really didn't have any uh, R2 DVDs. It did, but there were very few, and they weren't really for anime. Yeah, there's a lot of live-action stuff there. Right. Lots of CDs, though, so you can get all that and uh, all the Tonka Bone, all the Kanzenban. But, uh, I mean, DVDs? It depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for the Japanese stuff, you're really better off just ordering them online Mm -hmm. in bulk to save on shipping. And if you're looking for American stuff, like the rest of us, we don't know what the hell Funimation's is doing right now. Kind of got their head in the sand at the moment. So uh, what you need to do is pay attention to Dazen Shui-X for all the latest news on Dragon Ball Z DVDs. Because when I don't wear pants, I get good news. Where's the good news right now? Oh, dear. The good news is that I'm not wearing pants. Oh,
2: well, yeah. That's why I'm asking oh where the
0: news dear. is. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded good. I just wanted to say that I'm not wearing pants.
2: It's early. <sighs> pants will come on eventually. That's
0: right. Well, that wraps us up. That wraps us. That wraps up the emails for this week. If you would like to send us some questions or some comments, anything you would like to, head over to Daisenshu EX. There's a contact link on the left-hand side. You click it, and all that great information comes up, and you can ask these fantastic questions. We'll answer them on the show. Now it's time to talk about the contest. The <laughs> contest. I want to enter. Uh, no, Julian, you cannot enter. And oh. Mary, you cannot enter. Mary, you already have this. Technically I do? through me. So. Oh, well, that means I don't have it. <laughs> what is the name of our site,
1: Julian? Daisenshu EX.
0: What is the first word there?
1: Like, in terms uh, of I mean, words or characters?
0: <laughs> I mean, there's only really one word there. Okay,
1: Daisenshu.
0: Correct. It would make sense for us to eventually give away a Daisenshu, wouldn't it? I suppose. Well, we're going to do so. Really? Yes, we are.
1: Oh. Uh, so can I have
0: I, it? No, you can't have it. <laughs> you can borrow mine. For okay. here. We are going to be giving away Daisenshu 3, TV animation part one. Very, very exciting. Ooh,
2: that one's hotness.
0: Uh, we have a lot of people who uh, say, I have some extra stuff. Would you like to give things away? I would really like to thank our forum member, Kula, for saying, I have an extra copy of Daisenshu 3. Would you like to give it away on the podcast? I said, hey, our site is Daizenshu EX. That would be fantastic. So we are going to have Daizenshu 3 TV Animation Part 1. This is so exciting. Do you want to Daizenshu, people? You know you do. Lots of pretty pictures. This is one of the great ones. It doesn't matter where you're from. You can enjoy this Daizenshu. So, we're going to give it away on our one year anniversary show, which is going to be one hell of a show. So, you want Dizenshu 3, this is very easy. We're making it very simple. All you need to do is send an email to contest at DizX.com. Mary, how do you spell contest? C O N T E S T. You put the little at symbol, that's shift 2. And then, Julian, how do you spell DizEX?
1: D A I Z E X.com. That's. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's contest at DyeZX.com. So just send an email there and say, I would like to win DyeZenju 3. And we'll pick a random winner on our anniversary show, and we'll give it away. So our anniversary show is on November 19th. We're going to say you need to have these emails in by November 17th. That is a Friday at 12 noon Eastern time. Gives you a couple weeks to get in these contest entries, and maybe I'll throw in something a little extra. I haven't decided yet. Lord knows Very you have nice. lots
2: of extra stuff lying around.
0: We do. Um, I, this last week, I finally sent out our uh, Super DVZ contest winner of the prize. You know, it's really hard to get to the post office. Yes. It really is, especially working late. So I finally got there and I said, you know, I'm really sorry this took so long. So I threw in a bunch of extra shit. I threw in an old V Jump, I threw in an AMV DVD. And so when you win prizes at Dizen you randomly get extra stuff. So you definitely want to win Zenshu 3. See what else appears in that package as well.
2: Hello Kitty Volume 3 DVD.
0: Oh god, stupid. Oh Was that ADV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go folks. Dizyncu 3, you're going to win it. Get those emails in contest at com. Well, it's time to wrap up the episode because it's uh Sunday at quarter of noon and I need to edit this and hopefully get it out later today. Edit like a madman. man. I apologize if this comes out on Monday. I'm I'm not going to kill myself in the process, but I'll work hard. I, I will fight, though, fight, though, for you, the podcast. Seppuku.
1: Seppuku. Seppuku. <laughs> what, what? Excuse me? What? You want me to kill myself? No, 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 no. What? What did I'm, I say? I'm getting – Okay, fine. I'm getting karoshi. Mi- karoshi, karoshi, karoshi.
0: getting really mixed sim- symbols. I can't talk. I'm We can work oh, yourself God. to death then. We can't, we can't record on Sunday mornings anymore because I. Can't, <laughs> I can't do words. Oh God. This was episode 49, 50, 51, 52 coming up on that one year anniversary. I am so excited you guys. This episode will be awesome. Mary. Yo. Let's get rid of you. I see how it is. Mary, you can be found at Templo Trunks, Uh which has some content lately. Yeah, yeah. I was going to try and have some uh, Movie
2: 12 screencaps up from the Dragon Box set, but I didn't get around to it yesterday. And I doubt I'll get around to it today. But soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. More screencaps. Maybe a Trunks feature film? I don't know. Anyway, it's a fun site that occasionally updates once or twice a year. But more so lately. And where can you find it? That's kind of important. Oh, right. Well, you can Google it. Or you can go to <laughs> that I'm slurring my words. It's Sunday morning, folks. You can go to T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S dot com. trunks.com
0: is for goodness. Wow. It is for goodness. Also for goodness, we have Julian. Indeed. You can be found on Dazenshu EX with myself...
1: That is very true, Mike.
0: And you can find Daizenshu EX
1: at www.daizex.com That's daizex.com
0: Indeed it is. Well, folks, I am Mike Labrie for GDU EX, and I got the mic and you got the mosh pit.
1: Daizenshu EX Podcast. to